from the corners and shadows where women hide their love of cannabis, inviting you out of the smoke with High Ladies. This podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19 in Canada, and we ask that you respect your local authoritarian government decisions on cannabis use. There we go. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and be sure to subscribe and download from Spotify, Apple iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast app. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Annie. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for joining us on our first toke on this podcast bomb. <laughs> we are ready to go. We figured we'd start with a little background on both of us. Sounds good. At Age Over Beauty. So, hi ladies, I'm Annie. I've been a cannabis user over half my life, and I'm 40, so you can do the math on that. Or if you're too stoned, maybe you can't. That's a problem. <laughs> when I started toking, it was called pot, weed, dope. And dope it was, and dope it is. I grew up in a house where sharing a joint at the table after dinner really wasn't a big deal. It was quite normal. Now, I'm talking about more university years here, not as a child, but it really did destigmatize cannabis use for me. So, personally, I just want to have a fun female chit chat about cannabis, dope, weed, pot, and all its glorious facets. Oh, wonderful. Now, who are you, Amanda? Oh, I. I- I'm Amanda, and I, I too have been uh, smoking over half of my life. Um, uh, I'm 32, um, and I really started to get into more the technical side of cannabis after I uh, lost my job in 2019, uh, and I was working in uh, teleco- like retail telecom, um, and now I've sort of embraced uh, some, some knowledge and uh, am working as a store manager in a uh, in a cannabis store um i don't know weed was never normal in my house it was often uh it was it, it was really poorly looked upon and i i remember my father threatening to uh, call the police if i ever brought cannabis into his house um i remember my mom smashing uh, I can't remember if it was a pipe or a bong that my brother had had brought home. It was, you know, like it, it, it was it was the devil um, in our house. The gateway uh, drug. It, it, it was exactly that, yeah. So my uh, we had very different experiences, Annie. Very different experiences, and still we both ended up dopeheads. And we still ended up dopeheads. Uh, or cannabis users. Cannabis consumers, I think, oh. is the. It, is what the uh, the Ontario Cannabis well, Store I'll calls us now. Well, I'll have to get up now. on my lingo, and if I do call it weed, it's just my old school tendencies. Yeah, no, it's, that's exactly what it is. But part of destigmatizing it is calling it by what it is, which is cannabis, and that's what we want to talk about. That's right. And yeah, so we're both moms. Both moms. Um, I have a, a seven-year-old uh, and a. Four-year-old? Yeah, four. Four-ish? Yeah, he's four-ish. Yeah, I've got a, a definite seven-year-old and a hardcore almost ten-year-old, nine-year-old oh. who's getting really independent. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets crazier and scarier the the older they get. Um, I know that I've really been struggling in the last uh, little bit uh, with whether, whether or not and how I talk to my kids about my own consumption of cannabis. Um, and that's something that hopefully through this podcast maybe we can work out because in all honesty my like my kids don't really know 
they they don't really know what what mummy does when she steps outside for a moment. Um, if you worked at the liquor store, would that be the same? Definitely not. So that's kind of I think what we need to work towards the culture and we really have made huge headway in the last few years with legalization but my children do know and they know what my cannabis plants are and I explain to them mommy makes daddy's cookies out of this that help daddy not be in pain and I send mommy's cookies to other people and they help them and this is an adult thing just like alcohol or you know tobacco use mm -hmm. it's not for children and it has a time and a place. Yeah, yeah. But this is the world they live in, and by the time they're adults, cannabis will have been legal for since before well, I mean, they can remember, right? Yeah. Our, our seven-year-olds were five when it became legal. So yeah, when they start, you know, in sort of learning really hardcore about cannabis, they're going to be it will be legal for like ten or fifteen years, right? Fifteen years ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. just a long time. So hopefully. I, I wonder. Do you think that the, our kids are ever going to think like uh, this is n <laughs> this is not a cool thing to do because my mom does it? I totally think so. It'd be like, oh, dad uses it for his arthritis. It's pain. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what old people do. <laughs> so I mean, that would be nice. And I feel like if it is out of the closet and you can have a conversation with it around with your kids, mm -hmm. then they're less likely to be doing it behind your back, which like anything. Is safer. That's right. That's right. It's always better to know you can do it at if you're gonna do it and you can do it at home, you know. But and even doing it with safe pot that you know where it came from, you know that it's safely grown. Not that I would ever provide for my children. I'm sure they'll be just fine. Yeah. And seeing what the growers, everybody's backyard smell like and yeah. look like this year, they're not gonna have a hard time finding it like we did. That's right. A million years ago. Yeah, and it's not gonna have all the. Uh, all the chemicals and all the uh, all the really bad things that you get with illegal. But you well, can, that you can. You that's can. true. That is very true. I, I apologize. I really do believe that most, most growers, growers, yeah, do are, it out of a passion for the product, and therefore they are striving to, to produce the best product, and it is a source of pride. Mm -hmm. Now, you you've been growing for a long time. You've been growing for like what were you saying, like ten years? Successfully for three, we'll say. Okay, all right. Well, I just finished my very first yield, I guess. My very first time ever trying entirely because of you, <laughs> Annie. Um, Such a good influence. <laughs> you really, it really was. Um, and you know what? And just to circle back to kids, like when I brought those home and started to, to grow them in our, in our yard, my kids were so fascinated with how fascinated I was with growing these plants. And that brought in some cool conversations about gardening and cultivating and sort of being a farmer and uh, I don't know. When my kids were a bit younger, I always akin them to tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Like mommy's growing tomatoes and mommy's growing cucumbers and this will end up being a big smelly flower at the end of the year and I will cut it down and just like I do with the beans. And they wouldn't ask any more questions like that. Yeah, that, like, we don't like tomatoes. Bye, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and you know what? I would say that's probably similar. Like they know that mommy cut down the plant and and the garage and, and is really stinky. It's super stinky, um, and it's probably better just not to go in there right now. You know, like that. That's sort of what they what they know. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I hope to explore this, and I hope anybody who listens to our podcast throws out, I, you know, some stuff that they... Uh, There's so many differing views, and, mm-hmm. and all are so valid. Yeah. And I mean, I am sure that a lot of my thoughts around it come from the way that I was brought up with it, you know, sort of being, not being a normal thing. And I'm from the point of view of, this is the world we live in, mm-hmm. and this is the world they're going to grow up in. So they might as well know how to navigate around it and it yeah. not be a source of fear. It's like, you know, being a teenager and nobody talking about sex and having that talk. Now, you know, you don't have any of the, the, the resources to know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. So the more you know, the more you... And, and knowing is half the battle. That's G. right. Joe, that's you know, right. Hero. That's what it all comes back to. <laughs> That's, that's what we're that's, talking about here. That's very true. That's very true. I want you to tell us and our viewers, viewers, listeners, well, yeah, our, I, guests, our, our guests, our, our, our ladies, <laughs> our ladies. Tell our ladies how we met in, oh. in, a, in a synopsis. All right. So this this could honestly be an episode all on its own. Um, but the short answer, I guess, is through volunteering through our children's school. Um our daughters were in the same kindergarten class. Yeah, the same kindergarten class. And, uh, you know, we would be on the tarmac and exchange those regular old... Hi, how are hey, you? Hey, morning, morning pleasantries. I'm, I'm sussing you out. Yeah, exa- that was exactly, you know, that was exactly it. Are um, you cool? Right? <laughs> where, where do you fit in to, or where could you fit in in my life? Um, but then you invited me to... Uh, school council and we kind of got in we got to know each other a little bit better that way and then it was one Friday counting pizza money we would count like three four five hundred dollars oh, sp- and loonies and quarters those pre-covid people yes yes pre-covid we all the coins oh. we'd lick them yep and then we would, we, we would roll them up and then oh man oh yeah that seems so bizarre at this point but yes we yeah, would count pizza we, money which would take an hour two hours yeah and we were just shooting the shit, and uh, I guess we we kind of outed our ourselves um, that we both smoke weed. Yeah. And I think it was just like through talking about like what we were gonna do for the weekend or something. And I think I said something like, "I'm just waiting for three o'clock so I can get stoned." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I think we hugged. There might have been. A yeah, tear. there might have been a tear. Yeah. Oh, sister! Yeah. <laughs> I've met you. I've, I've met my my kindred spirit. For myself, a lot of that. Has come out of past you know, being a female, being a functioning, highly female, look like a normal person, big quotation marks. I don't let the public at large really know that I'm a cannabis user because of the stigma behind it, because I, of the perception that I believe people will have about me, mm-hmm. which is I, I believe I'll be downgraded a rung on the ladder of how they see me. Oh, oh she's a stoner. Oh, she can't even, must not be a good mom. Oh. But I, I am, and, yeah. and cannabis for me actually really helps me be a better mom, a better partner mm-hmm. to my husband, a better me if I use it properly and at the right times, and you know, yeah, no, 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 I, responsibly. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree. I have a friend, um, shout out to Kyla Cotton, uh, who we knew each other for well over a year, and we were really close, and we hid this from each other. And she's a, a happy cannabis user and an amazing gardener and grower. And I was having her and her family, her, her two boys up, and we'd known each other for quite, a, like almost a year. And I was freaking out with my husband, going, oh, Kyla's gonna be here any minute, and I have to tell her 
I bought it. And I've been hiding this from our relationship for so long that it had become this little dark monkey on my back. So she gets out of the car, I run up to her and I'm like, Kyla, before we do anything, I need to confess, I smoke pot. I, 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 I will, I'll, I'll respect you, I, I, just, I, I really like you, I want you to be my friend. And just like the reaction that Amanda had, she started laughing so hard. She's like, good, because I brought some. <laughs> <laughs> if you roll, I'll toke. I mean, the rest is history. But I thought, why did I waste so much time like trying to be half of who I am? And if you decide that I'm not a good person or I'm not worthy of being in your realm because I smoke pot, well, then I don't want you in my realm, right? I, Better to know that early. You know what? I, I completely agree. Um, it's probably why you outed yourself to me so or, well, so that's early, why, right? I didn't want to repeat that. So I'm like, I, I don't want to get attached to this girl. Yeah. And then, you know, find out that, you know, she's yeah. got critical issues around this. Not that it's anybody's business and it doesn't have to affect you. And if you're not into it, then I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to stand there and blow smoke in your face. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, uh, I often find that when I'm, if, if I step aside with my neighbors, so my neighbors are big on driveway beers and They'll go out on the driveway on a Friday night, and each of them will knock back six to twelve beers. A and Canadian no- pastime, right? And and nobody thinks anything about like that amount of alcohol going into your body, right? And if I go out um, and I smoke a joint, no, nobody thinks about it. But I mean, we're, we'll be sitting or standing outside for three or four hours, so I might have three or four joints in that time. And they may have 18 beers. That's right. And somehow, after that second joint, you know, an hour, two hours after you've been standing outside in the freezing cold, uh, you know, people start to look at you if they're not not the same kind of consumer that you are. Not accustomed to it. Right. But it's it's scary that they're accustomed to... Yeah. Well, you know what, I... I, And that's what it is. Like, alcohol had a stigma behind it, which, you know, it still does and still should. Mm -hmm. And like anything, has to be used within reason. I say that as I just finished my glass of white wine. (laughs) Um, But, you know, smoking a joint is as illegal, is as legal as having a beer. That's right. But there is, it's, it's there's still this, new Yeah, that's right. And I don't know. You know, I mean, I've, I've actually taken to starting to drink cannabis. Um, I've been given uh, a few a few different companies that have, uh, that have edible, or I guess beverage options of cannabis. I take like six of those outside with me now. See, I've and, never had a cannabis drink, so and, we'll have to try this and then do an episode. And okay. this is where you're going to be so fun to talk with because you dove so far headfirst into all the products that are legally available through legal cannabis shops in mm-hmm. Ontario where we live. You're coming to me and being like, oh, there's this drink and this tincture and this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we can, you know, there's so many different modes of how to consume. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned before, I make my husband cookies, mm-hmm. but he likes his plain old Oatmeal cookies. Oh, <laughs> dad's uh, oatmeal cookies. I can put chocolate chip in them. I can make it. He's like, I don't know. Just plain oatmeal. Keep it simple. So I guess th- through this podcast, we're going to venture out and do a, you know, a little bit of self-research and self-reflection on... I think it's going to be a lot of cannabis tangents. I think that's exactly what this is going to be. Just a lot of talking about whatever cannabis comes to our minds on that day. 
Well, like we said, we really felt there was a gap in the market for female-centric conversations around cannabis. And you know what? E- even to expand on that, like, in Ontario, like, in, even in, like, central Ontario, I know that in the U.S. there's tons of, like, females who are heavy in the industry. Even here in Canada, there's lots of, like, really influential women within the industry. But I just feel like there's there, there aren't too many consumers out there that are just throwing conversations out there. And but maybe we're out there. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe, and we just can't find each other. It's like, what's that secret society of men, that, the Masons? Maybe it's like, <laughs> we're all over the place. Well, I like, think we are, because you know, going back to this children running above our head banging, thanks <laughs> my husband for keeping them quiet, um, to not have this conversation with each other, so nobody knows anybody's doing it, so nobody's talking about it, so everybody thinks, oh, I'm a bad person because I, you know, want to smoke a joint before I have to play Lego for 45 minutes and then go ah, to like Barbie. Yeah. It's like, I, you, you, you can have to give me a moment. I, you know, I have a very specific weeds that I consume for Lego and it's different than the Barbie weed. Oh gosh. Like they're, yes. they're different very different. Of your brain. Different parts. Different, different needs. Maybe it's just like as you get older, you just can't think of creative stuff as, I don't know. It I just, don't know. If, if you want to access that inner child and be fine with the fact that there's so much laundry to fold and you're sitting cross-legged on the floor building a Lego What's I'm gonna call it? Mm-hmm. But what I was gonna say is that day that we were with four or five women from Parent Council. So oh. if you get on Parent Council, you've got to pass oh. a please check. You've got I love to, this you've, story. You've got to be on board. So we're all working together, cooking like 300 hot dogs, and the smell of 300 hot dogs will make you. It'll make you loopy. <laughs> so we got chatting. I don't even know how the conversation started. But you know, no, I know how the conversation got started. It was when I started applying for work in the cannabis industry, and you were even embarrassed. And I was so embarrassed about it. And I just, I I think you and I were talking, and somebody else sort of overheard something and And piped in. I'll I'll give you my cannabis Bible so you can study. And then there was a essential oil lady, which don't name names, and she's like, "Oh, I'm learning how to make essential oils with cannabis." And then what? Then the other hot dog lady helper, mom, awesome, awesome really awesome. cool woman yep. it's like oh just before I got here I finished a, bag, a batch of cannabis cookies and, and we were like everybody in this group of highly functioning women in their day had somehow like we're, we're doing this in yeah. all the different ways essential oils cooking I'm offering Amanda you know, the growing cannabis, advice the cannabis bible um, and, and so there are a lot of us out there, but there is no conversation or way to start the conversation. That's right. That's right. And it was so weird setting the scene for this. We were in like an elementary school kitchen. <laughs> when it was all this, very discreet. It was all very discreet. We, there was nobody else there. Like, a lot of giggling and a lot of blushing of, and a lot right. of like feeling. I think everybody like. <sighs> when we walked out of there, it was like we had formed this new bond a secret of society. a secret society <laughs> of, of like hot dog of cooking hot dog cannabis, cooking cannabis loving women you know it was awesome um yeah ladies we're we're thrilled um that you chose to tune in to us today and hope that you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed talking um, yeah, hopefully we can find a way to, to communicate back and forth with us and listeners figure out what they want to talk about. We have some really fun things and fun conversations, and that's what we want to keep it on the fun side. I don't want to get into terpenes and THC levels and all that. No. Too much. There's enough of that out in yep. the world. You can go to any of the man YouTube videos, and they will give you a 45-minute 
video on each and every one of them. every plant they've ever grown. <laughs> yeah. But it is now time for us to step away, take a toke, and go be, be moms. moms again. That's what we do. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can find our second episode on Spotify, Apple iTunes, wherever you listen. We're going to get it out there. And uh, we're going to launch into Amanda's recent bong purchase, which is hilarious. <laughs> it involves oh. pornography. Oh. There's just so many layers. and pornography I'm in for. And my long ago bong trauma which now that I think about it, it was probably 1997. How old were you in 1997? (laughs) I was nine. Well, I hope that you were having fun with your Barbies. (laughs) I was experiencing bomb trauma. Yeah. All right, so we'll see you soon. Stay high, ladies. Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies.